Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance and feeling oh so good was yesterday, one of the five great days of my life. I'll let you be the judge. As this morning proceeds, as we get this thing rolling today, there's not only only one place to start, there's only one place to finish. Here we go! Go, go. Only one place to start. I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Do you envision yourself playing multiple years with the Jets, or is it just a one-year type thing? Be adults, settle it clearly, keep the kids in mind, and move on! Look, here we go. Yesterday, when Aaron Rodgers spoke those words to my dear friend Pat McAfee, I would describe that moment as ranking in the annals of my life, slightly below the birth of one of my children and slightly above the other. That's about how excited we were yesterday. We are going through the legal name change process. My son will be Aaron, my daughter will be Rogers, and my dog will split the difference as Aaron Rodgers is now on his way to being the quarterback of the New York Jets. There is still some business to be attended to that I am waiting impatiently for. Dan Graziano, that's your job. Where do we stand on the negotiations? I mean, they're in progress, right? The Packers and the Jets are talking about about trade compensation it hasn't reached the point where they've agreed once it does there'll be a trade and Aaron Rodgers will be a jet uh, but so far it hasn't which is why ostensibly Rodgers went on McAfee yesterday to try and put it out there that the Packers are what did he call what did he say dragging their dragging heels? their feet Dra- all right so yeah or digging their heels in whatever it was whatever phrase he used yeah they, they so you know the Packers are trying to get more from the Jets than the Jets have offered and as we've discussed the Packers have a little bit of leverage on their side. They they can wait to an extent that the Jets and Rodgers don't want to. So, uh, you know, they, they may choose to do that and see if the Jets get desperate enough to give them what they want. Only one place to start brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum also here. And, and Mike T, this was how you made your living for a quarter of a century, was negotiating deals and trades and other sorts of agreements in the National Football League. Take, take people through how this process works in your mind from here. Yeah, so I think Green Bay has a, more than a little leverage here because if they do nothing, Greeny, they have their quarterback under contract in Jordan Love, and no one expects Aaron Rodgers to ever go back there, but time is on their side. The offseason program could begin. Everyone is there under contract. So if I'm Green Bay, there's actually an argument, as you laid out today uh, on the show, June 2nd becomes interesting to them because they could shift a $25 million cap charge from 23 to 24. So if I'm them, I am just sitting back, relaxed, and hey, if I get the right deal from the Jets, great, but I am in no rush. If I'm the Jets, it's the opposite. I want them in the building. I want the deal finalized. I want them to pass the physical. And I want them to get to work with the Garrett Wilsons and everybody else. Yeah, and and we hope that that's what his intention is to do. He quite notably, when he was asked on the show yesterday, do you plan to be there during the offseason working with the guys, <laughs> he sort of he, he deferred that question, <laughs> um, and which is fine. I mean, again, I think I am hopeful that he will recognize. That. Here's what I'm hopeful of. Look, I'm not, I go into this thing with my eyes wide open. I'm not deluding myself that Aaron Rodgers is Tom Brady. The personalities are very different, and I'm certainly aware this is going to be a bit of a roller coaster. But I, what, one of the things I'm counting on, Dan, is that an aggrieved Aaron Rodgers is a great Aaron Rodgers, and he feels 
whether he has justification to or not is completely irrelevant. I, I was around Michael Jordan for years. Michael Jordan made himself angry at things that didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the great ones do that to find their motivation. Yeah. I am counting on the fact that Rodgers, much as he felt a couple of years ago when the Jordan Love um, drafting first took place, that he is going to be full-on motivated to prove them wrong and show the world something and whatever else it is, which means he will be all in for whatever needs to be done. It's just a question of the deal getting done in time. That's what I'm hoping for. Am I supposed to be standing up? You guys are both standing up. Well, we're I'm not sitting on in television chair. today. I feel kind of so lazy. You can, sit, right. you can stand right. do whatever I just, you I just, want. I don't want to, I don't want to be self-conscious here. Anyway, uh, we're not on TV. It doesn't matter. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I think you're right. Look, he is, seems to be one of those guys that has the chip on his shoulder, right? Like, he wasn't the first pick in the draft. Alex Smith was. He carried that with him for a long time. Uh, you know, he, whatever's going on with him and the Packers the last couple of years since they drafted Jordan Love, it obviously helped propel him to two straight MVP awards, which delayed his exit. Uh, and, and so, yeah, if he feels like he's done wrong by the Packers, that's absolutely the kind of thing that could help. You're talking about uh, one, of the, one of the greatest ever to do this, like one of the supremely gifted players of all time, a first ballot Hall of Famer, four-time MVP. These guys, if they get that little kernel, just like you mentioned with Jordan, they get that little kernel that just elevates them from great to unstoppable, right? That we've seen it. We've seen it with Aaron Rodgers. So the question is, is that what's happening here? Does that happen for him at 40 years old? And does it translate into, you know, the kind of postseason success that eluded him, frankly, even during his last couple MVP seasons in Green Bay? I I think things are going to work out. I think there's going to be a really good move for the Jets. not saying they're going to win a championship, but... If it doesn't work out, we'll look back, and it's going to be because of the offensive line. I worked with Dan Marino for four years in Miami. I was around Testaverde, Jay Cutler, late Brett Favre. When you talk to older quarterbacks, what sends them home is not their arm, it's their legs, and he hmm. is going to be 40. Their offensive line, like we could talk about their great skill players, we could talk about this great defense. Their offensive line is the weakest unit on the team. And for them to get to where they want to go, Von Miller's coming back for Buffalo. Miami has a really good front. They added uh, Bradley Chubb, Jalen Phillips, amongst others. So to me, that is job one, two, and three for the Jets right now is to make sure that offensive line is as good as possible because once we get through all this noise, that's what's going to matter. Well, and as you and I both know in preparing for the draft – That's why I think keeping the 13th pick in this year's draft is so critical for the Jets because that could turn into an offensive. That's right around the point in the draft where I think we'll be seeing a lot of offensive tackles. It is also because there are so many names, and I haven't sat down with you and gone over which ones you like in particular, but I've got out of the 80 players I've done so far, I've probably got close to 20 offensive linemen that are going to go in the first three rounds. So you could use 13. You could trade back, yep. and you could take two guys if you want to That's towards right. the end of the round or whatever you want. Right. Now, agree. let's assume that you do that, and I'm all for it. That's even more reason to have Aaron Rodgers around more. I mean, just to hear No, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, we need yeah. to get this thing done. Yeah, no, and we need it done, and we need him here in Florham Park. Well, I'm hoping that he will do that. Again, that's that's what I'm counting on. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99 and they've always got your battery solution get in the zone with AutoZone you know you just reminded me of something uh, Dan I've said many times on the air recently that I've only met Aaron Rodgers in person once it's actually not right I forgot that Mike and I did the draft on radio the year he got drafted and the way that works is after a player is drafted at least in those days we don't do it as much now 
But in those days, it was in Radio City and it was easy yeah. to get around and all of that. They would bring the players over to your set. And he came and sat with Mike and me. And while it was by no means my job to do this, in fact, it probably was unprofessional of me, he was so devastated to have fallen as he did. He thought he was going to be the number one pick. People may forget, going into that draft, we thought he might go number one. He wound up going 24 or something, something like that. He was so devastated that I actually said to him, you know, it is a great honor to be a first-round pick in the National Football League draft. Like, he seemed so crushed and that has always that image. I don't know why I've forgotten this all this time, but that has always kind of stuck with me, having no idea that he was going to wind up being this great player. But that really bothered him. I mean, he was I, he was devastated. I believe it still does bother him. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, he's talked about it. So, yeah, and, and add in the fact that the first pick was the 49ers, which was his team, right? Right. That he and wanted they took to a play for, right? The ultimate irony of that story is this: guys, the head coach of the 49ers was Mike Dolan. The offensive coordinator. Yeah was none other than Mike McCarthy, yeah. who said we should draft Alex Smith. A year later, McCarthy gets the job in Green Bay, and his misevaluation of Alex uh, Smith and Aaron Rodgers changed Mike McCarthy's career for the better. It's almost like Nathaniel Hackett going from Green Bay to Denver and now resurrecting himself at the Jets. That, that's actually, I did not know that. That's actually fascinating. Um, and look, life comes around in that way, and as as it does in this way. I mean, here you are talking about the Jets trading for Aaron Rodgers 15 years after you and the Jets traded for Brett Favre. So we'll see where it all goes. You wanted to bring something up on TV today, Tannenbaum, and we never got to it. Right now, based upon your expectation, just for one season, because that's, I think, with Rodgers now, you're foolish to be looking any further than that. The AFC is loaded with quarterbacks, loaded, all of them young, but that's not the point. Where do you expect Rodgers' performance this year to put him in the pecking order of AFC quarterbacks? It's, it's probably number five, and this is a great debate, but obviously it would be Mahomes number one, then Burrow, then Josh Allen, then Rodgers, and for me, it's Herbert. I love Herbert. But then you got guys like Lamar Jackson, who's 26 and still in his prime, and then all these other great quarterbacks that, like, Trevor Lawrence is only going to get better and then, you know, when healthy, two has played well. Oh, by the way, what about Deshaun Watson, who was, you know, in the MVP discussion two years ago? So we started this conversation yesterday, Greedy, but it's remarkable how deep this class is right now. What do you think, Danny? Yeah, and I think the converse is, like, who's left in the NFC, right? Like, who's, who's the second and third best quarterbacks out there right now? Amazing the way the balance of power is tilted. But, yeah, look, who's Aaron— Who's the best? I mean, what am, where? I, am I forgetting an obvious one in the I NFC? I think Jalen Hurts at this point, coming off the year he had, right? I mean, he was an MVP candidate, so— Sure. I mean, I'm willing—but, I mean, that, that tells you the story. I mean, yeah. look, and he's terrific. But now we're, we've decided Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback oh, in the he, NFC? He, Cousins, Dak Prescott, you know, Stafford, like who do you, I mean, is there a, a crying, need, you know, need to put one of those guys over no, Hurts right now? I mean, that, that's really Geno incredible Smith. when you think about it. Well, I, I, Derek I think, Carr. And, and to take this conversation even further, like to me, the two interesting divisions are who wins the AFC East and who's favored to win the NFC North? NFC North. Where Rodgers is leaving. Detroit? I mean, do they Detroit. look, they, certainly from a momentum yeah. perspective. Now, how good is Jordan Love going to be? Anyone have a guess? I mean, yeah. I let me ask you this. You were doing the negotiations with the Packers 15 years ago, and you have told me repeatedly, you said it on the air, so I'm not giving away any secrets, that you could tell how confident they were in Rodgers. 
Do you have any sense of whether they're that kind of confident in love? Yeah, so I would say, going back to Rogers, I'm a big believer in it's not what you say in life, it's how you say it. And they were highly convicted about, we got to get this pain in the rear end out of here in Favre because we have a great young quarterback that we will be floored isn't great. I mean, they were highly convicted. Because at one point, I'm like, are you sure you want to trade Brett Favre? Are you, like, really? You know, so... As it relates to your question about Jordan Love, in talking to people indirectly about it, they really like him. They felt like he made a marked improvement this past year, but he hasn't had to do it yet, and the bullets haven't been flying. So, Greeny, it's the NFC North to me is wide open because, you know, what is Jordan Love going to be? That, that is a big question, right, Dan? Because yes. the NFC is as wide open as can be. I mean, the Eagles, they're really good, and they have two first-round picks. They've lost some good players in free agency. Maybe they take a small step back, but they're still really good. Cowboys, we you know, are good. We think they're going to get better. San Francisco, I don't know what their quarterback situation is going to look like, but, I mean, they're a good team. But it's as wide open. I mean, teams like the Lions, even the Bears, who could have a market improvement by bringing in people and maybe they get a big jump from their quarterback. The NFC is crazy. And somebody has to win the NFC South, by the way. That's true. That's still in the rules. <laughs> <laughs> who does? Who do we expect that to be? New Orleans? Tampa's got big. So the quarterbacks there now are Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, yep. Taylor no, Heineke, Heineke, and whoever the number one pick in the draft is. Yeah, and either Stroud or and Young. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Wow. All right. It's good. Look, these are fascinating it's times. Not, it's not great. And it is usually <laughs> the Jets that I'm saying, yeah, and we're kind of down. And now all of a sudden, we're going to have the guy. So we will see. Guys, this has been such a good week. Thank yeah, you for both for doing this every day. And I have really enjoyed it. I know the audience has as well. Thank you both. Uh, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. My takes are coming up next. They're going to be epic, plus today's book giveaway and a whole lot more. Stay there. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. All right, the dance is here. 
Rogers is on the way. Everything is coming up greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. I have a million things to say today, and I'm looking forward to saying every one of them, and I will do it in 30 seconds after this word from Zip Recruiter. March is a huge month for basketball. It takes top talent to help these incredible teams get to this level, and if you're hiring, you want the most talented people on your team. How do you find them? Zip Recruiter. ZipRecruiter uses its matching technology to find the candidates who are a slam dunk for your job. It's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. You can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. All right, the takes. Greeny's takes. All right, I got my top five questions that stem from the Aaron Rodgers appearance on McAfee yesterday. And for these, I bring in my main man, Hembo. Hashtag Hembo is here. Hashtag Bubba is here. Hashtag Cam is here. The assembled members of the hashtag crew have assembled around me. I've got five questions that emanate from yesterday's uh, news. And Hembo, I'm going to have you ask them to me. You ready? Here we go. Number five. Do the Packers owe it to Aaron Rodgers to let him go? Uh, The answer is no. It's a really complicated one because obviously it is in my best interest if they do. But I'll tell everyone a story in case they don't know it. And Mike Tannenbaum, whom you just heard on this show here, is among other things a mensch. He's a good soul. He's a nice person. And when the New York Jets traded for Brett Favre, they had an asset on their team in Chad Pennington whom they could have traded. But because he had been a good, loyal player and all of that for the Jets for so long, they did him a solid, if you will, and they gave him his release so he could choose where he wanted to go. He went to Miami. He won the Comeback Player of the Year award, and in the last game of the season, he knocked the Jets out of the playoffs and won the division for the Dolphins. So... When they say nice guys finish last, you have to do the responsibility of the Packers is to do what is in the best interests of the Green Bay Packers organization. Now, should you treat the legend on his way out the door with respect, dignity, etc.? Absolutely. But that does not mean that they should do something that will be detrimental to their own success in the interest of doing him a favor. I, I... That just doesn't make sense to me. I wouldn't want my team doing it, and so I can't expect them to do it. I think they're going to hold out to a reasonable place for what they deem reasonable compensation. There's no question I think they have the edge in leverage over the Jets in the negotiations now. So I think the Jets will wind up giving up more than they'd like. It does feel to me like in the end, this should be some kind of conditional pick. Like, give them a a two this year, give them your second-round pick this year, and then a conditional pick next year based upon how much he plays and, and maybe even how well he plays. Um, that seems reasonable, and hopefully that's where it winds up. My top five questions that emanate from the Rogers News yesterday. Number four. You mentioned the compensation. Is any amount of compensation not worth it? I mean, I suppose if they were going to start taking my children from me, that would seem like too much for me to give. But outside of that, no. Pinky toe? I'm in. No, there's no amount of compensation that isn't worth it. The Jets have come this far. They've got to do it. If it comes down, look, I think what is probably at play, what is probably at stake here, 
is the Jets have a very valuable draft asset this year. They have the 13th pick in the draft. Um, that's a pretty high pick. It's a big deal. And I'm sure that's what's at stake here. The Packers want it. The Jets don't want to trade it. I, I don't know that. Please don't cite me as a source on that. I'm just guessing. Because anything less than that, the Jets would be insane not to give them. If it comes down to giving them the one, I will be disappointed. I would love not to, because as we were just talking about with Tannenbaum, the Jets need to remake their offensive line, and that pick will be critical in doing it. But at the end of the day, if it comes down to trading that pick, I still believe that it is worth it. My top five questions. Number three. Will the Jets get other veterans, which is... A better way of asking this might be, will Aaron Rodgers bring others with him? Yes, I hope so. Um, and I, I think there's a real chance of that. Teddy Bruschi put it really well yesterday. Don't pay too much attention to what veterans sort of pied piper their way along with Rodgers right now, with the exception of Alan Lazard, who's clearly his guy, and that worked out well. But what will wind up happening is a lot of the football players who are trying to get big free agent deals right now won't. And they will reach a point where they're going to say, all right, I'm going to wind up having to play on a one-year deal. And those are the guys who might decide they want to go play with Rodgers. If they're receivers, they'll figure, one year, go play with Rodgers, put up big numbers, I'll get a new deal. If they're aging veterans, figure, good team, one year, play with Jets and Rodgers, maybe win a ring on my way out. I could see that happening. I don't expect it to happen this week. But as we work our way forward, I could see some players deciding to come follow him to the Jets. Number two. Is Aaron Rodgers immediately the biggest sports star, star excuse me, sports star in New York? I'm going to say it's a, it's a two-way tie. I, I think they both have the same name. Right, I think Aaron Judge and Aaron Rodgers are the biggest stars in New York sports. Now, if we're going to go through the teams, the Giants' biggest star is Saquon Barkley. The, the he would be the Jets' biggest. Uh, Rodgers would be the Jets' biggest star. The Knicks' biggest star is Julius Randle. The Nets' biggest stars are now on other teams. <clears throat> um, what am I? Afraid? Oh, baseball. The Mets. The Mets' biggest star just hurt himself celebrating last night. He isn't actually their biggest star. We'll get to what happened with Edwin Diaz as the show goes on. Uh, the Yankees have Aaron Judge. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think, I think Rodgers, I'm not sure how one decides this. I think Rodgers nationally is a, a much bigger star than Aaron Judge. Within New York City, I think Aaron Judge is so beloved. Um, and baseball is so enormous in this city that I think it's probably a a, a tie between those two but in terms of national profile it's not even close Rodgers is by far the biggest star number one right, number one and where is Aaron Rodgers amongst the very best quarterbacks in the AFC so let's lose the music and talk about that I I just brought it up with Tannenbaum it was a topic we wanted to get on the TV show today and we never did you know Mahomes Burrow Allen Herbert Lamar, Trevor Lawrence, am I forgetting? Oh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, we, we, we for completely forget how good he is. This is a murderer's row of quarterbacks in the AFC. It's ridiculous. So here's, what, here's how I'll answer that question. I can't sit here and tell you right now that, well, He's better than Herbert, but not as good as Burrow. But he's better than Lamar Jackson, but he's not as good as Deshaun Watson. Like that, I don't think is a productive exercise. 
Here's what I'll say. That if Rodgers returns to 90% of his form from two years ago, if he is, if last year really was something of an aberration based upon an injury to his hand and other factors, then he is good enough to play, to go toe-to-toe with any of those guys. And I think that's enough. I don't think you need him to be more than that. Like, I don't think the, the, the Chiefs have any chance of winning a championship unless Mahomes is spectacular. I don't think that, who, would I, who else would I say that about in that group? Um, you know, I don't think that the, well, you know, I don't think that the, the, the Ravens have any chance of doing anything if Lamar Jackson isn't spectacular. The Bengals are a really good team top to bottom. They need offensive line help. I mean, the quarterbacks are critical to all these places, obviously. But the Jets have, depending on how the offensive line comes together, I mean, the Jets of all the teams we just named, I think they have the best defense, right? Of, of all the big teams in the AFC, I think the Jets have the best defense, mm-hmm. and they're young. They have really good skill position players. I don't think they're done. So I don't think Rodgers has to be as good as Mahomes for the Jets to be able to beat Kansas City. Last season, Greeny, the Jets ranked fourth in scoring defense. They allowed 18.5 points a game. Aaron Rodgers, in his career, when his defense allows fewer than 20 points, is 80 and 10. This might be the best defense he has ever played on. And you've mentioned previously, only once has he ever played for a top five defense or across a top five defense. And in that year, it was 2010 and he won the Super Bowl. He doesn't have to be an MVP for the Jets to have a chance to win the Super Bowl, but he's got to be a lot better than he was last year. So Hembo is here and he is excited for me. Uh, I'd like to very quickly, before I bring in the other members of the hashtag crew, just say thank you to all that, you know, people talk about social media being a, a mean place. And of course it frequently is, but I got to tell you this week, it has been such a delight going back and forth, Stace chronicling, you know, my ups and downs. And we've had a lot of fun with that. And people have just been so nice. Right, the, the, the reactions I've gotten, everyone is just having fun with it. Greeny, we're happy for you. Greeny, we're worried about you. Greeny, we thought of the first thing I thought of was you. Like, it's just, it has been very nice. And please know, it is not lost on me that, uh, that I'm a very lucky man to have that in my life from all of you who take the time to reach out in that way. So it's appreciated. That said, I didn't hear a word from Bubba. Uh, actually, not only, I take that back. From Bubba, I heard, hey, can you record a video for us? We want to put Bubba put me to work. Oh, it was great. Video. Bubba's reaction was not, uh, hey, Greeny, I'm oh. so happy that the Jets got the guy you wanted. It was, Greeny, we need, we need something from you. No, while, we were, while I'm we were so happy. NBA last night. Well, I, I asked you four hours before that, but um, <laughs> I, I, we were so happy for you. We wanted to get your reaction out there to everyone, and you did it eventually. And as after that, our great friend, friend of the show, Pat McAfee, retweeted it to his two million followers. So it was just a great day for the show. Absolutely. So, so, so that's Bubba's way of saying he was right, and I was, I was resistant about filming another video, and he, it, and it worked out well. I just have to ask you, not even selfishly necessarily, but I just got to ask you: the Jets have gone from being completely irrelevant for yeah. the last decade. Yes. To, I'm not sure the most relevant, but maybe the most interesting team in the NFL. Uh-huh. What does this mean for you? What does this mean for us? Everything. It means everything. However much you think it means, it means more. However excited about it you think I am, I'm more excited. However good you think this is, it's better. And I, you know what? 
I don't like all of the negativity I'm hearing from Jet fans. Huh. I got people forwarding me. I'm not even looking over at Brandon today. I got Jet fan friends of mine forwarding me email chains. People, oh, this is going to be a disaster. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, if he wears number 12, I can't root for the team anymore. Oh, just shut up for crying out loud. We haven't won in 50 years. Joe said it's okay if he wears number 12. If he doesn't care, why should we? This is the best shot we've got at this thing right now. We tried it through the draft. We drafted two guys in the, in the top three in the last six years. One of them is bad, and the other one is the worst player ever. <laughs> Everything we've tried has not worked my whole life. Let's give this a go. You're, 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 you're writing off Aaron freaking Rodgers before he even gets here? Have you watched him throw a ball? So I'm not, I'm not here for this negativity. I'm not. I'm done with it. Brandon, get out. I, I can't even have you in here. If you say the name Gardner Minshew again, I'm, I'm going to jump out the window. We can be optimistic like you are, but yes. we can also be realistic. I am realistic. Let's not pretend that this does not come with downside. Everything comes with risk. Every decision you make in life. Let me, let me teach everybody a little something, okay? I'm 55 years old. You learn a few things along the way. Every decision you make, you balance the potential upside with the potential downside. That's not just a sports thing. That's an everything thing. So we could have signed Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr, and then we could have – the, the downside of that is probably not as low because they probably wouldn't implode, and, and Rodgers might. But what was the upside? You're going into Kansas City with Derek Carr to face off with Patrick Mahomes. How are you feeling about that game? You're going in there with Jimmy Garoppolo or you're going in there with Aaron Rodgers. So we, we, we balanced it. I support it. I don't care how it goes. Joe Douglas, you did the right thing. Salah, you did the right thing. Woody, you did the right thing. I'm behind it. I'm behind it. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean it was the wrong thing to try. You got to try things sometimes. So taking a risk, gambling on betting on yourself, going for the gold, going for the gusto, whatever other cliches I can come up with here, I'm 100% in favor of it. All right, um, a very quick uh, take from Cam. Cam, how do you feel about it? Feeling great, excited for you, and excited for the league. I think this makes it a more interesting league. I will point out, Greeny, when this hopefully inevitably gets done, you have said you will do the darkness retreat. So 100%. I look forward to that. Oh, 100%. I'm in. I'm going. You're doing it. Mm -hmm. Did you hear Aaron Rodgers yesterday say that by the fourth day he was ready to be done? Okay. Yeah, well, look. I mean, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers and I have more in common than you think, actually. And so I am all in on the darkness retreat. Okay. It is time now for today's signed book caller giveaway. So, Hembo and I have a book. It is coming out. It will be released on April 4th. You can pre-order it right now. It is called Got Your Number. Um, I have, I think I still have it pinned to the top of my page. If you would like to pre-order it, that would be the best way you could go about supporting us. This is a critical time for them deciding how much they think the book is going to succeed. So if you're interested in our book, it is about sports history. It is us deciding with extraordinary research who owns every number from 1 to 100 in the history of sports. It, the, the, a link to order it from any number of different places is pinned to the top of my Twitter page, at ESPN Greeny, you click on that link and you can order it right now. Or you can just go on wherever it is you order your books and order Got Your Number. Uh, the author is me. Um, in it, we decide who owns all of these numbers. We've told you that some of them are jersey numbers. Not all of them are. 
today's number, the first person who calls and correctly guesses today's number will receive an autographed, a free autographed copy before publication of our book, Got Your Number. Our phone number here is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. And the question is, who do you think owns the number 49 in sports history? It is a legendary number. It is a legendary sports figure. 49. First caller to get it right on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you will love, visit progressive.com slash careers. Aaron Rodgers is coming to the Jets. It's just a matter of when. I'm delighted. We've spent most of the morning talking about that, as you would imagine, and I'll certainly get back to it. I have a few other things I want to get to here quickly. But first, we have a winner in today's giveaway. Our book is called Got Your Number. It is an exceptional look back at sports history through the prism of the significance of numbers to it. We assign every number from 1 to 100 to someone or some team or some group or something in sports history. Today, we are giving away an autographed copy of the book which you can pre-order right now by clicking on the link that is uh, pinned to the top of my Twitter page, at ESPN Greeny. Or you could just go anywhere that you order books and order the book, Got Your Number, The Author Is Me. And today we are asking you if you can guess who is the owner of the number 49. So Cam, we fielded a lot of calls and someone got it right. What were the most frequently given wrong answers when people were trying to guess who owns the number 49 in sports. Yeah, I was getting a lot of Lee Smith, Ron Guidry, and Bobby Mitchell were the three most common I heard. Yeah, the, 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 we, we definitely considered Guidry, who was one of my favorites as a kid, and all those would have been good. Are there any other big 49s we considered before we get to the right answer? <laughs> no, so, it was a light number. It was, okay, it, was, it was not the easiest number to do, and yet it mm-hmm. was. Because there was one all-time great historical figure in sports history who deserves to own the number 49 forever, and one could argue already does. Cam, who's our winner? We got Tom in Massachusetts. All right, Tom, and appropriately enough from Massachusetts, Tom, who owns the number 49? Rocky Marciano. That is correct. Rocky Marciano, who retired as the only 
undefeated heavyweight champion in the history of boxing whose career record as a fighter will always be 49 and 0. Well done, my man. You will be getting a copy of the book. Bubba will get your information, and we will send Hembo and I will sign it. We'll send it out to you soon. Um, Rocky Marciano, one of the genuinely great and legendary figures. That was one of my favorite chapters to write. Hembo really outdid himself with a bunch of this stuff. Some of the information that we dug up about, uh, dug up is the wrong word, but that we that we put together for you on the Rocky Marciano chapter, it is one, including how he first got into fighting and his significance to the history, the culture of the sport, the history of the sport. The phrase Susie Q came from him. I didn't know that until I until you sent me that in the research. Um, that's something maybe the older fans listening would know, but I didn't know. So Rocky Marciano owns the number 49, and that's the kind of book this is. It's not as simple as, well, who's the best guy to wear that number? Rocky Marciano belongs in this book. He deserved to own the number 49 because he owned all 49 opponents that he ever fought. So you can order your copy of Got Your Number right now um, by going to the pinned tweet at the top of my page, at ESPN Greeny, or ordering it from wherever it is that you order your books. All right, John Morant uh, yesterday sat down with my friend Jalen Rose for his first interview since we saw that really disturbing video of him back a week ago Saturday. This also on the same day, he was in New York to meet with the commissioner, Adam Silver, uh, in which he learned his fate from Silver, that the discipline will be an eight-game suspension. And I just wanted to give you my reaction to that. I don't think that anything that he said yesterday mattered because I don't think that anyone in his position wasn't going to say pretty much exactly what he said yesterday. So Jalen, I think, was a, a great choice to have do the conversation with him because I think there was a level uh, to which Ja was comfortable talking to Jalen that he might not have been to someone who didn't play and to someone who hasn't been through some of the things in their lives that Jalen has. I, I think Jalen could meet him on a wavelength that not all of us could understand. And so he said all the right things, and I'm rooting for him like crazy. I love Ja Morant. But I thought Michael Wilbon said it really well on our show last night. What he says is not really what matters. It's just going to be a function of what he does from this point forward. He's an incredibly young man. He's 23 years old. He's gifted beyond almost anyone's wildest imagination, not just with incredible talent, but a magnificent charisma. There's something just endlessly watchable about John Morant. And he is one of the people who I could see becoming the face of the league. And if he acts... In the same way that he spoke yesterday going forward, then I think there is a chance this winds up having been one of the best things that ever happened to him. But the things he says are not as important as the things he does from here going forward. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.